Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Today is the day. The wait list already knows this, but for everyone else, I want you to know too. This is pretty important stuff. I have a brand new coaching offer and enrollment is happening right now. So listen carefully. From now until June 30th, you can enroll as a founding member into the MFR Coaches 12-month business foundation program where you'll create the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. And you heard that right. It's a 12-month program. When you enroll as a founding member by June 30th, you will get these bonuses. My 350-page workbook printed and delivered to your door, instant access to the course portal with all of my digital trainings, materials, and coaching replay calls. You'll also get a payment plan. This program is a $3,000 investment. When you enroll before June 30th, you get the option to make payments at no extra cost to you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect while you're in this program. Starting August 1st, we will have live weekly coaching calls on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central. These calls will run for the entire length of your 12-month program. And you'll be able to catch the replays both in the course portal and on a private podcast channel just for group coaching members. Starting August 1st, you will be invited to join your private Facebook group with other MFR therapists who are on the same mission to create a six-figure MFR business without burning out. You will enjoy all of this for the entire length of 12 months. Create changes in your business and get continued support as you grow and change personally and professionally. Show up to the live calls and get your questions answered and get coached through any dilemma or challenge that presents itself along the way. Get support in the Facebook group and be a part of one of the best communities ever. Use the course portal and listen to the replays from every group I've ever had to help you speed through any problem you might be facing right now and move on to the next thing that you have on your list to tackle. There's zero confusion, zero drama, and zero bullshit. This is a one-time fee, 12 months of awesomeness, and you need to join right now. You have until June 30th to take advantage of the bonus offers, which include the printed workbook sent to your home, instant access to the course portal ahead of the live coaching program start date, which is August 1st, and you get that payment option of three payments. After June 30th, you can still enroll, but you will pay in full and you will not get the workbook sent to your home. So decide you are in now. You spend a lot of money investing in your skill set, 
Now invest in your business and learn how to put those skills to use. Sell MFR, understand how to set your rates, talk to clients and get them the results that they want. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching to enroll right now. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another mini-sode episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am joined today with Kristen Ponzi from Westerville, Ohio. She is an LMT and the owner of Essence Bodywork. Kristen, hello. How are you doing? Hi, Heather. I am happy to be back. I am super excited to have you back. It's been like, has it been six months since I've talked to you? Uh, Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I miss you. So I'm so glad we're catching up. I want to hear everything that's going on, but let's take it back kind of to when you came to coaching originally, you were dealing with burnout. You want to tell everybody kind of the symptoms of what, what you were experiencing and what that was like for you? Sure. So about a year ago um, was maybe the first time I'd really thought about coaching. Now it's probably like not quite a year ago. And uh, I think I just missed like your raise your rate boot camp, and I wasn't even listening to the podcast, but I was burnout. Like I was not enjoying work. It was gotten into one of those feelings of you get up and you just don't want to go to work and you weren't making any money. So it like compounded the stress of your whole life. And then like your relationships with your spouse or your kid are strained um, and you're just unhappy, like that general feeling of blah all the time. And I didn't know how to fix it. I knew some things that needed fixed and I, it's easy for someone else to come and say, just raise your rates. But it's like (laughs) as a business owner, it's harder to just wrap your mind around that and, and do it Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, I think. So, um, you had done like a little introductory, exploratory call. And I was like, another prior coaching client had told me about that. So I was like, Oh, I think I'll get on that. And I was the only one there. And I cried like for an hour talking to you about it. Cause I was just so, I was so depleted and I, I kind of felt like nobody really understood very much about what I was going through. And I knew that you would because you're another MFR therapist and I think MFR therapists think a little differently Mm -hmm. and as a you know a coach and another business owner it was it was good to be able to talk to somebody that understood more about what I was really going through and how hard it is to make changes sometimes or how hard our brain makes it yeah because once we once I got into coaching making those changes really wasn't as hard as my brain made it. Yeah. We we always like to create such a, like a hell for ourselves. Like we create so much drama around things that are making us miserable. It just kind of tightens the handcuffs on our, on us, like, so that we can't make decisions. And then that's even more exhausting because you're struggling to get free of that. And you just struggle and struggle and struggle. So it was really cool, like to watch your transition when you came to coaching, because you, you were like, you, you were like, I am really wanting to just close this, like closing this down feels like the only option. Right. And then right. pretty quickly you were like, Oh, I can just change my hours. I can change the days I work. I can change my rate. And then really quickly you started to make 
money, right? Like almost right away where you, did you notice that you started to make money instead of lose money? Yes. Um, you know, and, and that thought I did have like, of well, this is either going to work and I'm going to turn everything around. I'm going to feel good about my business or then it'll be confirmation that I need to move on, which <laughs> was kind of heartbreaking too. Because I've done MFR and massage therapy for so long. Like I just never imagined doing anything else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, once I started making those changes, my income did just start going up and up and up and learned how to coach my brain around making decisions. That was really helpful because then I could make decisions easier without sitting on them and thinking about them for so long or just having them be like pipe dreams or like, I don't know how to raise my rate from this to this and talk to my clients about it and be okay with losing a couple people with a few of the changes I've made because I had to deal with that. And, you know, coach my brain around, you know, being okay with those changes. And guess what? I lost two really regular clients and I still have a ton of new people coming in every month. And now I know how to do packages too, which is super fun in my brain. Cause I always was like, I would like to do like see people every week, but my, my schedule didn't allow that. And it was like, now I figured out I can do that. I can offer that to people. That's so, that's so fun. When you first came to coaching and you were like, okay, I need to make these changes. I want to raise my rate. I want to switch my schedule around. I want to offer packages. And one of those fears of losing clients. And we know the result was you lost two people. Like knowing that now, is it even that big of a deal? Like, was it as big of a deal or was it as painful as your brain anticipated it was going to be? It was, it was, of course it was uncomfortable we having a conversation with someone and they're saying they're not going to come back, but it's not as big of a deal. And I, you know, I can, I can see people listening to this that are not through that yet and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, whatever. She says that now, mm-hmm. but it really, it had to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's two people out of like, how many people do you see a week? I see four, usually 14 people a week. Okay. Like that's a lot of people when you add up like over the month, like over the year, right? Like two people. Yeah. Yeah. Because I have people like, I feel like they're beating down my door Mm. right now. I love that. So tell me, tell me what that's like. How is that? I'm an in-demand therapist. You're an in-demand. I love it. I love all of this. This is so good. So tell us, what is it like going from almost burnt out, ready to like, you were like very black and white. Like I'm either going to change everything or I'm closing my business. Like this is going to help me figure it out. So you got through that. You obviously didn't close your business, but what is it like to go from burnout to fully booked, but like not burning out anymore? How do you handle the change? It's fun. Um, there were a couple of times when I went through some things and you were like, well, can you let this be luxurious instead of stressful? Like, can you find that space in there where you can enjoy what you're doing? And so now I kind of feel like everything's that way. Like I talked to my clients and I was like, oh, this is great. Like I can sit here and really talk with you to evaluate you and understand your problem. Mm-hmm. And explain to them how I can help them. And and it's, it's just, it's great. It's enjoyable again. Like I was just reinvigorated 
business and I could see some potential for growth down the road. And I know how to do some self-coaching around things that decisions I have to make right now until I hop back into coaching again. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's it's so much different. And I'm making money. So I'm not stressing about money. Yeah. What's that like? What is the value of not stressing about money? What does that, what does that look like? It looks like, oh, I need new tires for my car. And how am I going to figure out how I'm going to pay for that? Where it's now it's like, oh, I need new tires for my car. Okay. I can fit that in here and just pay for it. And I'm done with it. Like, it's not like of trying to sort out how I'm going to do this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There's a big piece for me. Because I know what that's like to have, you know, one thing after another kind of build up, like your kid needs dance lessons and then like the transmission goes out and then the washer and dryer break. But it's a totally different experience of your life when like kid needs dance lessons and you pay for that and the transmission goes out and you need a new dishwasher or washer and dryer and being able to just do those, not because any of us want to spend money on those things, maybe the dance lessons, right. But like, or karate, right. Your daughter does karate. Yeah. She does Taekwondo. That's right. Okay. We'll just get the facts straight. We're paying for Taekwondo lessons. So, but being able to handle those things and not have it become the difference between vacation and this thing or food and this thing. That's huge. Yeah. And we, I feel like as a family, we've been able to like pay down some debt that I felt like is just hanging out there all the time Mm -hmm. where it was like, okay, we need to get this paid off so we can do this next thing. Yeah. Um, I I do want to touch on one thing that was just huge, huge for me for coaching. And this was part of the burnout and coming out of that and it goes further back before last year you know and the pandemic was part of this too because I think a lot of especially massage therapists maybe have this story where we were shut down and had to maybe go on unemployment for the first time ever in our lives and in Ohio we're under the medical board and we were kind of treated like the redheaded stepchildren like they didn't have time to deal with us at that point Mm -hmm. and that makes sense, but it left you with this big sense of like, nobody cares. I have this bigger money story now. And the money story really sank into a self-worth issue for me. Mm. And um, through coaching, there was like one day when you were just like, Kristen, your self-worth is not tied to the amount you charge your clients. Mm. And it was like, boom. And I was like, oh, she's really right. Those that's like nothing to do with this. And then I was able to move forward with my business stuff. And at the same time, work on my own personal self-worth issues and, and, you know, basically like self-love and that's totally changed and improved in my life too, for myself. Mm-hmm. on a personal level, not a business level. Yeah. And like, so for me, I've had wins in business and in my personal life um, because of coaching. And I, you know, what is that worth? That's like priceless. I don't know how, how else to say that. I mean, yeah. it's, it's amazing. I love that. 
I love it. That's been my experience with getting so much coaching for myself is like the difference in how I experience my life because I experience my perception of myself completely different than I used to. Like I used to always apologize for myself. I just remember like going to seminars and like bumping into people and being like, oh, sorry. Oh, so, like I was apologizing just for being alive all the time. And right. I, I rarely ever do that. I found myself at the post office the other day. I was mailing out a bunch of like my shirts and water bottles to my current clients. And like I had packages like falling all over the place. And, and anyway, I was taking up a lot of space and there was a line of men behind me. And my first instinct was to like apologize. And I was like, you're not apologizing. You got here first. Nobody held the door for you. You dropped your packages four times on the way in and you made it here before these people. And like, you get to check out, like you're, you yeah. just, just take up the space and having like self-coaching myself in the line while I was definitely feeling uncomfortable, not apologizing was a huge win. Like there was no reason to apologize. You need to apologize yeah. for being there. So. And that's a lesson I want to teach my daughter too. Like, I don't want her to grow up you know, feeling like she has to apologize for everything or that it's not okay for her to take up space or anything else. Like all the things that, you know, some of us have learned later in life. Like now I get the opportunity to teach my daughter at a younger age. Yeah. Um, I just wonder like the um, generational emotional wealth that you're going to bestow on your daughter that she'll then like hand down to her children, to her grand, you know what I mean? Like it's generational change with, and it starts with us. Yeah. And like, there's so much value in the emotional wealth that we have, like not even like the financial wealth is just like, is a fun byproduct of our emotional wealth. I think it's just such a cool experience. I love it. I want all the daughters to have emotionally well moms and <laughs> that are just like, this is how we do it. We don't apologize for taking up space. We can make decisions. We can have six figure businesses. Like it's, everything is safe for us to do. Like it's safe to be in Taekwondo. It's safe for you to yell. It's like safe for you to break boards, all the things. Yeah. It's safe for us to have money Mm -hmm. and spend some money. Yeah. The safety isn't in the savings. It's the ability to spend it too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good. Okay. Why don't you tell us what, okay. So we know that you're not burned out anymore. Like, but tell us exactly what's happening in your business. Are you fully booked? How much money are you making? Like, what do you want to tell us? (laughs) Okay. So yeah, for the, I would, I didn't check my numbers as far as like my fully booked numbers, but I've been like pretty close every month Mm -hmm. and like close enough that it like, it's kind of a wash to me. Like if it's one or two clients, mm-hmm. sometimes it'll be one or two clients over. Yeah. Um, I was looking at my numbers in a couple of fun ways. So I looked at January through April because when we're recording this, it's May. Yep. So January through April of this year, I made a little over $25,000. Great. January through April of last year, I made a little over $13,000. Okay. So I made you know, almost $12,000 more in the yeah. same time frame. And then I was like, oh, well, why did I make since coaching? Okay. So I started coaching at the end of July last year. Mm-hmm. So since then, I've made um, a little over $65,000. And we still have two more months until like it would be a full year. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. The previous year, 
time frame that was like 12 full months was only like $52,000. So yeah. like, and I don't target like not, that's not bad, but like to collapse time and make 65 K in half the amount of time or eight, right. you know, eight months instead of 12 or 10 months instead of 12, whatever the math yeah. is on that. That's so cool. That's yeah, what so that's one of the things you're paying for in coaching is the ability to do those things faster. So ultimately you make more money working less hours. Yeah. And I am working less hours because uh, I'd already remember those numbers um, from earlier and like all the numbers I set when I initially went through like, okay, before I set my rate of finding out what all my numbers were and I'm hitting those targets and I'm just like kind of beside myself a little bit sometimes like, look at what, I, look what I'm doing now. Like yeah. I set this goal um, and I've been pretty consistent with hitting it and still like March, like I had a good month in March. I hit my number for the month and mm-hmm. I still took a week off for spring break vacation. That's amazing. What was your number for March? Do you remember? I don't have that one in front okay. of me. That's I just okay. remember that. You're I like, I hit my goal and I took like, a week off. Did you guys go to Hawaii? No, we went to South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Did you go to, did you go to Hawaii in this last year? Like, I feel like I no, that was me. That wasn't you. Okay. Like fun, Somebody I was following was like in Hawaii. I was like, why am I not in Hawaii? We need to all go to Hawaii. <laughs> That's so fun. I love that. Like you still hit your goals and you took a week off. Like I, it's just seems like more and more it can be and, 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 and not, I did this, but I didn't do this. So, right. Yeah. And then are you getting regular MFR treatment? What's that look like for you? Yeah. So I pretty consistently um, work with someone at least once a month. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a study group leader for the area. So if we have study group in that month and we get a little bit of treatment, then I've been adding in just a traditional massage with somebody that's just down the street from me Mm -hmm. for fun. Um, In March, I was having an elbow issue. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to schedule a couple extra appointments. I scheduled an extra one with, um, the MFR person I usually get treatment from, mm-hmm. um, when we were on spring break and vacation, I scheduled a, an appointment with a therapist in South Carolina, who's awesome, who I'll see again at MFR three in October. Amazing. And, um, it was perfect. Like I, so I had weekly treatments just like we tell our clients to do if they're having a problem. Yeah. I was, like, I was having a problem and I, I knew what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your, what are your thoughts about paying for MFR for yourself? Um, I don't have a problem doing it. Yeah. I mean, I mean do you, this, do you like doing it? Like, does it just seem like this is just what I do? It's just part of my, yeah. it's just, it's just what you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you even do it on vacation. I love that. Right? Love that. I, I, I do that too. Like I always, if I'm traveling, I'm like, is there an MFR therapist in the area? Like I'm going to San Antonio to meet my um, wealth coach and um, I've never met her in person before, but I'm going to, I'm going for four days just so that I can meet with some of the therapists that live in that area and get treated. I'm like, I might as well get treated while I'm down here. <laughs> you know what I call that? What? I call it uh, a, a friend intensive. Oh, I love that. That's so cute. That's awesome. Yes. And it, it, I mean, the trip anyway is a business expense, but like if you go and you get MFR while you're on vacation, I think you can probably technically write some of that off as a business expense. Oh yeah. I mean, for sure. please consult your tax, tax expert. <laughs> Don't follow me for tax advice. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my gosh. I can be such a nerd. Okay. Tell me, was there anything before you joined coaching that you like didn't identify as needing coaching? Like what kind of made you take the plunge and join? Um, you know, one thing that I didn't know that I needed that I got a lot out of was really learning how to talk to clients about their problem and the results and that whole process. Like mm-hmm. I thought I was good with talking to clients. I've been doing this a long time, but man, I felt like I learned so much and I can be more clear when I'm talking with them so they can understand how I can help them. Um, I still suffer from over explaining sometimes. It's okay. (laughs) It doesn't seem like it's, this is the thing, like we might over explain. I do this too. It depends on like my nervousness level or like, did I have breakfast? I don't know. I don't know. I can't figure out what it's dependent on, but it's not actually affecting your result. Like you're fully booked or you're, you know, you're really maintaining your goals. So it's probably not something to super worry about. And then you can always go back and start evaluating if you, if it's making you uncomfortable or you're not getting the result that you want, then you can just always use your evaluation skills to determine, Oh, okay. I'm getting really long in the explanation. Like why, what am I, you know, why am I doing this? A lot of the time it's because we're nervous or because we're, confused about their problem. And we're afraid to ask a high value question. So we just fill in like that nervousness with our words. Do you think anything, anything like that's going on? Oh yeah, for sure. The other one would be, um, if it's someone I know, then wanting to stay detached from the outcome. And I think like, I know more about what's at stake for them. So yeah, get a little chatty. Yeah. But like, the thing is to always go back to is like, you know, what's possible for them. And if you just stick to really understanding what they want and making sure that they are the ones telling you what they want and you're not deciding what you want for them, then they can opt in. Right. Then they're like, Oh, this is exactly what I'm buying. And you're just like, this is what you're buying. Do you want to buy it? And they can be like, yes or no, (laughs) always. Um, but I do think sometimes it can get a little sticky, especially with friendships when you, you almost know more about their problem than they do. So you've got to do some educating and like some really high value question asking to get them on board with what they believe their problem is and their, their experience of it. And like, what is the cost of them not taking care of that situation? Really, really leading from that energy than like, Oh God, like the world is going to end if they don't get this treatment or I somehow suck if I don't convince them to get the treatment. Right. And letting go of if people decide they don't want to get treatment. Yeah. doesn't have anything to do with you. Yeah, It doesn't. Yeah. I think that is one of those things in coaching that is a high value thing is like separating the difference between like, what does no mean? It doesn't, it doesn't have to mean they're saying no they don't want us. They are just like, it's just not a priority for them to get this treatment right now. That's it. Yeah. And there were so many little things like that and the objections training that I didn't realize how big of a value it was until after we did it. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is really going to help me. Mm -hmm. And it's fun. I think it's fun. Like, do you have more fun talking about like what you recommend and like overcoming objections. Have you gotten to the point where you're like, bam, bam. <laughs> well, I don't feel like I've had like 
overwhelming amount of like everybody coming in objecting things mm-hmm. because I feel like there's been a lot of people, new people lately that by the time they get to me, they're just like, yes, yes, I need this mm-hmm. and kind of stick with it for a while. So it's like after one treatment plan or two, if our results aren't quite there yet, then, you know, we got to talk about things a little more. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like things are going smoothly and definitely having the right mindset about thoughts. I think about my clients. That was another big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are and, some of your like best thoughts you think about your clients right now that are the most helpful? Yeah. That they are um, motivated to feel better and want to get help and want to work with me specifically um, and that they're resourceful, that they're going to figure out um, how to, how to make things work and that they want to do self-treatment even though some of them don't yet. Yeah. But when you start to have the thought, all my clients want to do self-treatment, like it's amazing how all of a sudden that those are the kind of clients that come to you. I think this is really like really good information that you brought up because a lot of times, and for anyone listening to us, like if your predominant thought is people don't understand what you're offering, they don't want what you have, and they don't want to pay money for it. Those are the exact clients that you're talking to. And that is the exact reason you have that result in your business. So all you have to do is consciously change your thoughts about your clients. And then inevitably, like you will call those clients in because you're really in belief, like, oh, my clients are resourceful. They're smart. They know that they can get better. They want to get better and they want to get MFR for me. It just changes the energy exchange between you and the world. And you can't help but draw in those patients. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. That's so good. Such a good tool. It's like so easy too. Cause I have times too, where I'm like, Oh, nobody understands what I'm doing and nobody wants it. And you know, like, and you get like, feel so frustrated. And then you're like, Oh, I'm just talking to the people that don't want it. Of course they don't. <laughs> these people don't want it, but these, all these people over here do want it. So, and there's yeah. so many of them. So just remembering that. So that's good. I'm going to remember that for myself too. Cause that's very, very helpful to stay in to stay clear with what your thoughts are about yourself, your clients, and about your ability to get them results. It's like such a good triangle of beliefs. Yes. Okay. Well, is there anything else you want to share with us before we wrap up? Any, any, like any last thoughts you have? Um, Oh, I don't know if I have any last thoughts. I talked about a lot of stuff already. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally fine. That's totally fine. (laughs) Would you recommend people come for coaching? I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. No matter where you are in your business. Um, so I, what, 13 plus years in to my myofascial release business before I came to coaching. And had I done this a couple years ago, or even a year ago, I wouldn't have had to go through that year for now. I would have been able to make those changes I wanted to make earlier. And, um, you know, yeah. they're never too late you know that anybody in the process like brand new people to seasoned therapists if you feel like you need some support that's Mm -hmm. a huge part of this too is the support from the other therapist um I mean this is the place yeah thank you I love that I would say too like even if you don't 
even if you think everything is fine in your business, so much more is possible for your business when you have a clean brain and when you can self-coach and when you just even know what's possible, because most of us are just living our lives with our lives happening to us and our business happening, happening to us. But when you can see that you can happen to it and you can have so much control and direction over everything that's going on, it really opens the doors. That was my biggest like eye-opening thing when I hired a business coach. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like all MFR therapists need business coaching. Like if we all just had this, this information and we could all feel good about this all the time and like think about ourselves in a better regard, like anything would be possible. And that was, you know, I mean, that's how I gave birth to this program. I was like, I have to do this. Everybody needs to know. So yeah, yeah. I agree. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, how can people um, find you if they want to, you guys should follow Kristen. She has awesome social media. Where can people find you? (laughs) Um, So my website is www.essencebodywork.com. Dot com. Um, on Instagram, it's essencebodywork.mfr. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, go follow Kristen and like check her out. And if you're in, um, Westerville, Ohio, if you're in the area, like you have, on- you have online booking, right? I'm assuming. So get Absolutely. online, schedule, schedule a treatment with her. You won't be sad. You did it. And um, make some connections. So thank you so much for being here. And I look forward to seeing you and coaching again. Um, whenever you circle back around and I will, for everybody else, I'll see you on another episode, another mini episode sometime soon. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My mission is to help every MFR therapist become a part of the movement where no MFR therapists ever under earn or burn out. Join my 12 month coaching program. You'll spend the first 90 days setting up your foundation to create your six figure business. Then you'll go to work and uncover exactly what's holding you back from the business that you want and desire. Get support while you raise your rates, set your policies, and learn how to talk about MFR and how to sell MFR in service of your clients. Learn exactly how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've had your business for years. This program is open to all MFR therapists who want to create what is possible when you stop playing small and start showing up in your full power as the John Barnes trained MFR therapist you are. Put your magic to work in the world and help more people get out of pain and back to active lifestyles. I'll help you do it. Go to www.themfrcoach.com backslash coaching and sign up right now.